0: Key to time, I command. From this moment, there's no such thing as freedom in the entire universe. There's only my will because I possess the key to time. I, I, I.
1: Are you all right? Well, of course I'm all right. I suppose I wasn't all right. Mm-hmm. Key to time, I command. Key to time, mm-hmm. I command. I am perfectly capable of implementing when I'm wrong. Oh. Yes. Oh. I mean, this time I was. Time I was time oh, I was, time that's time. what it was. Yes. <laughs> yes, that's what it was. Key to time, key to time,
0: key to time. Key, 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 key,
1: key to time. I command, I command, I command that you stay exactly where you are.
0: I'm here with Stephen again on the third part of our Recutting the Key to Time series. This week we get to the one we've all been waiting for the power <laughs> of Kroll.
1: So much for Rome Dutt. I never did like gun runners. Fair enough. That's all, Rome Dutt. What do you mean it isn't Roam Dot? You told me, his hat and everything. I tell you, it is not Roam Dot. You've shot the wrong man. Not quite. You shot the wrong man's hat, though. is well, he uh, taking me, Roam Dot? Who are you, then? Go on, tell us. What are you doing here? Well, a sort of survey. I've lost my friend. Who sent you? Something must have happened to her. But look at the way those reeds are crushed. The Swampies must have got her. Swampies? Are they the local tribes? Yes.
0: They've never come so near the refinery before. They're getting bold, aren't they? If they jump us here, we don't stand a chance.
1: Listen, how do I get in touch with these swampies?
0: You're coming with us.
1: No, 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 no. I'm looking for my friend. You see, she's important to me. I insist.
0: The, the brief from the BBC to Bob Holmes on this was to create the biggest monster ever in Doctor Who. How well do you think he succeeded?
1: Well, in certain shots, he succeeded very well, didn't he, when we see the, uh, the, the creature attacking the, uh, the undersea bases. But uh, I, I was actually surprised. I came to, this, uh, to, to watch this again thinking that the, the beast was going to be... Disgraceful, because actually too many of the giant beasts in, in Doctor Who were very poorly executed. Not in the model, in the, in the, in the model shots, but in the, in the long shot where the Doctor's on the boat and looking up and you see, you see Kroll for the first time. Incredibly effective, actually. And I think, you know, thinking back to when I watched this when I was 10 years old, I'm sure I would have been terrified at the time about, the, uh, about that beast. It was very reminiscent of the creatures from things like Warlords of Atlantis and the, and, and the like. I
0: thought it was very clever what they did with it, actually. The first time you see the monster is at the Episode 1 cliffhanger and it does look rubbish. And then it's turned out it actually is a man in a suit in the story.
1: Right, yes, the, the first reveal, yes, before you see the proper creature. <laughs> Though I did wonder where they uh, where they got the uh, the crawl suit from. But then maybe I was thinking about it a bit too much. Probably best not to ask these <laughs> questions.
0: I, I think you're right that actually for the for the time, the monster effects worked a lot better than I was expecting because it's got a bit of a dodgy reputation, the story, with yeah. the, the swampies and the, the, the tentacles. But I think it actually... They use it quite effectively. There's a good threat there. And those long shots yeah you can see it's cso but it's not badly done
1: no absolutely i, I think there's a, there's a huge amount going for this story i think you've got a fantastic social commentary going through this We're talking about industrial development killing culture and destroying culture and society which again i think is quite an elevated theme to have in running right the way through this story it's not just a you know underplaying it you've got the the crew on the base they're basically you know mining that uh, that planet for its resources and and you know don't care about the indigenous population i think you know there's lots of parallels that one can read in read in that and i think also there was a great uh, great characterization of the base crew um, i mean it's fantastic to see john leeson in that in that crew but i think every one of those actors were, were brilliant and as they started the relationship between them started to break down that was real, really something that that, that, that that gripped me with that. I thought that was, that was great, and actually probably helped me to to, to, to overlook one or two uh, one or two weaker moments, particularly the um, uh, the drawn out death ritual that the doctor and Romana had <laughs> uh, with the uh, the creeping vines, which I thought would uh, probably just been stolen from a from a James Bond movie, including the uh, the repartee that he had with with Romana as they as they got out of it. You know, the rain stops play moment. But uh, so there's little moments like that that I think didn't work, and uh, you know the the crawl. The crawl suit, but I think um, the characterization, as I say, particularly for the, um, for, the for, for for the crew, I think, really really pulled this story through for me.
0: You can see how it's moved. I've been recording these scans every five minutes. What's the latest picture? Coming up. That's weird.
1: It's as though something's lifted up
0: the whole bed and then settled back again. Yeah. It can't be a gas buildup. Not over such
1: a wide area. Well, we'd better sink a probe right into the centre and take some samples. That fellow's disappeared. Huh? That doctor fellow has disappeared. Gone, not a trace.
0: Well, have you looked in his quarters? He said he was going to get some sleep. I have searched the whole station everywhere, and one of the boats is missing. I I thought the doctor singing to break the window was... A little bit incredulous and and did pull the story down.
1: yes, what on earth was that? I mean that's
0: <laughs> but, but overall, the humor has been dialed down a lot, and apparently this was at the direction of the BBC. they asked them to to pull back on the humour, and it was a much more straight story, although there, there is still some humour there, it's nowhere near as any as say rebus operation, no, and I think that's actually to its strength it gives you a more serious story with a more serious message.
1: Yes, I mean it, it harks back to the to the, the traditional uh, Doctor Who base under siege stories at times, doesn't it? And it has that sort of that that that, that grimness that. Uh that that fearfulness to the to, to the story, yeah, I, I think there are some uh, you know moments that don't work. There's that ridiculous moment towards the end where the doctor tries to terminate the uh, the launch, and uh, you think, well, what on earth is going on there? You know, it just seems absolutely uh, absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, I talked a bit about whether the key to time itself is relevant to the stories. I I think it had a, a dreadful Dozex Machina ending where you discovered that Kroll was a segment, and all you had to do was touch the tracer, and the creature disappeared. You know? mm would have preferred a better ending to that if it hadn't been within the key to time season.
0: Well, interestingly enough, my son Alex, who's nine, just randomly sat down to watch this one with me. I mean, of all the ones to pick, he he chose this. (laughs) And he actually really enjoyed it, and I was quite surprised. He enjoyed the story all the way through until that moment. And because he hadn't watched the rest of the series, he didn't understand what the wand was or what the key to time was, and it just seemed like the Doctor randomly... Disintegrated crawl, yeah, and it kind of <laughs> left the story on a flat note for him.
1: Almost a sonic screwdriver moment, you know. With one, with one bound, he was free.
0: Crow! 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 Moving on from the the, the swampies and uh, and the tentacles, we get to the, the finale of the series: the Armageddon Factor. Come with me.
1: Uh, listen, uh, I don't think we've been properly introduced. I'm the Doctor. Who are you, Major Shapp, This Hi. way. Ah, uh, Marshall. I understand you've got a few problems and I was thinking that if you and I got together we could uh... man...
0: Marshall? Is he all right? Shh. He's meditating. What? Does he do it often? When things are not going well. He makes most of his decisions this way. Well no wonder
1: things aren't going well. I mean standing in front of a mirror gimbling and smiling at himself like that's the first sign of megalomania.
0: He's not a ventriloquist is he? What? A ventriloquist. Chap who throws his voice, you know. Uh, throws his voice. It has a dummy. Operates a dummy. A dummy. A dummy. A dummy. Ah, f- oh, Marshal! Welcome, my friend. Friend, the last time I came here, you wanted to shoot me. Ah, oh, misunderstanding. I apologize. Ah, oh, well, I fancy you're mistaking me for a Zeon, really, Marshal. <laughs> I had forgotten. Forgotten? That you had been foretold. Your coming had been foretold. We had. To you mean that we would expect
1: it? Yes. Now, this was a, an interesting, uh, interesting piece. I have a, a, a particular, particular bone to pick with this adventure. All through this, everybody the Doctor meets talk about the sixth segment of The Key to Time. How do they know that he's got the first <laughs> five? And how did they know he was going to get to this part sixth? When we get to Astra being the sixth daughter of a sixth lord of a sixth earl of the sixth what's it? What if this had been the third part of the key that they'd gone after? You know. I anyway, sorry, we, I'm we being, I'm, being, I'm, being, who I'm, who being I'm I'm <laughs> being frivolous there. <laughs> I mean, this is a, a slightly long uh, adventure. I think, given that all the other part uh, adventures have been four four episodes, I don't think the Armageddon Factor um, benefited from being stretched out to six. Um, particularly, I think episode uh, episode four had rather a lot of padding. To it as a moment uh, a long moment with canine uh, approaching the lift and finding the little uh, machine that's beeping out its fax machine uh, message, which went on way too long. And I thought, yeah, they clearly needed to plug in a couple of minutes there, didn't they? It's got some interesting ideas going on with it. I think it's uh, it benefits hugely from John Woodvine. I mean, I've talked to, I've talked a lot about some of the great actors in this uh, in this season. I think John Woodvine is is, is was, passed away now but I mean was an amazing actor and I think he's excellent in this, this role it's rather a shame when he's pushed almost off scene to be stuck on the ship in the time loop because you don't get his, uh, his great performance in the, uh, in, in, in the, in the program. In fact, I don't think he comes back uh, at all, does he, at the end? He's talked about off camera, but we don't actually see the marshal again. Now, I, I thought this was a very good story, but let down at the end, really, when it comes into wrapping up the key to time, because I, I mentioned earlier about uh, the fact that I think the key to time itself was a MacGuffin, And I think the very fact that the doctor can just, you know, he spends all this time getting the the six segments together, and then decides, okay, I'm going to blow this key to time up and and pass it to the, to the, uh, you know, the the, the four corners of the universe. And I wasn't even clear, to be honest with you, whether the the White Guardian at the beginning ever had been the White Guardian. Had he always been the Black Guardian in in disguise? So was this quest all for nothing?
0: Um, That left me with a slightly there is much debate on fandom around that as to whether the the two seconds that the key was together was enough to, to to do what the White Guardian needed. I think you're right about the the sort of duality of this story, a bit like Stones of Blood. The the first half of the story is actually quite different from the second half. Yes. And I actually really enjoyed the first three episodes. I thought that the scenes with the marshal, with John Woodvine, as you say, were fantastic. There was a great sort of mystery and intrigue going on. Mm -hmm. I thought some of the little camera tricks they were using, like the way the marshal was talking to himself in the distorted mirror. Yes. Very, very simple technique, but incredibly effective when it was used by the actor so well. And the space battle in episode two used the poor effects of the time to its strength, where you just see a few lights on a screen, but actually you get the the futility of the war and how ridiculous it was, by the silence and and the, the very downplayed nature of it. And I thought a lot of that was really, really good. But then, yeah, you get to episode four, all the good people are stuck in a time loop, it gets replaced by Lord Voldemort, who, who sort of shuffles around <laughs> for the next three episodes, and it all becomes running up and down the corridors. and, the,
1: well, and the, cra- the crazy transmats, you know, which uh, <laughs> becomes a little uh, dumb waiter, if you like, between the two planets, and uh, you know, this, this thing that suddenly mysteriously appears, and everybody's using it as if they've been using it their whole life, you know, without, without any any qualms. I found found that a bit ridiculous. I think I think much as the much as the beginning of the um, adventure was good, I have to mention about uh, the K nine in the uh, in the incinerator. Uh, quite what's going on there it would have been great if the incinerator hadn't had straw in it I thought where have they found the straw to fuel this incinerator <laughs> but um, and, you know K9 gets a good uh, a good run in this story doesn't it you know it becomes a bad K9 for a while when he's got his little inhibitor uh, inhibitor collar put on him John Leeson probably enjoyed uh, enjoyed this adventure
0: So having now got to the end of the to Time season overall what do you think of Doctor Who's first proper attempt at an arc season
1: uh, I think it was good in spite of the in spite of the arc. I really don't think that the the key to time added much to any of these any of these stories. But I think we've uh, what we've got here is we've got Tom Baker at the the, the, the peak of his uh, of his time as the Doctor. I think you know great confidence in how he plays the character. Fantastic Romana, and for me, I have to say because you know I was with this from the beginning. Mary Tam's always going to be Romana for me, I'm afraid, not Lana Ward. I just think that the rapport between the two of them was, was established so well at the beginning and it ran all the way through. They clearly you know, had a ball on, on, on set. I don't think there were probably the, quite the differences, uh, difficulties that uh, other actresses had had with, uh, with Tom at the time. And I think that all shows through. I think there's a great deal of, of, of energy, humour, enjoyment in these, uh, in these adventures, even, even though there's moments of grimness and, uh, and despair in them
0: as well. Thank you once again for your time, Stephen, and we look forward to inviting you back to the camper van again soon.
1: Thank you, Ian. There's no such thing as free in the entire universe. There's only my will
0: because I possess the key to time. Are you all right?
1: Well, of course I'm all right. I suppose I wasn't all right. Key to time. You have the key to time, Doctor. I command. Oh, I have. I have indeed, sir. Do you like it? Do I like it? I suppose you could say that. I like it. Key to time! It is an awesome live powerful. I command! You mustn't be allowed to fall into the wrong hands. I quite understand. Key to time! Key to time! Doctor, you shall die for this! Key to time! I command! Key to time! I command! I am perfectly capable of admitting when I'm wrong. Yes. I mean, this time I lost time, I lost time, Oh, that's what it
0: was. Yes.
1: Yes, that's what it was. Key to time. Key to time. Key to time. Key, 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 key to time. I command. I command. I command that you stay exactly where you are.